When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, April 29th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to over the last 26 years. The office is open. Dental cleanings, dental examinations, they're doing cavities, they're doing crowns, they're doing everything, and they are keeping it safe with layer after layer of protective gear, uh, air purification units, they test your temperature and your oxygen level when you come into the place, make sure that you're symptom-free. They do that to each other, too, at the beginning of the day. They want to keep you safe, they want to keep themselves safe, but they want you to have great dental health, so give them a call, 317 849 2933. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts for a couple of minutes. They announced that they have signed 10 undrafted free agents. The marquee name among them, the guy that we might know, Rodrigo Blankenship, kicker out of Georgia. Really, really good. Converted 80 of 97 field goal attempts for 82.5% during his time at Georgia, including a long of 55 yards. He was a perfect 200 of 200 on PATs for 440 career points. Also registered 234 touchbacks on 330 kickoffs finished as George's all-time leading scorer and had the second most points in SEC history. How about that? That's a guy who's going to compete for the kicking position. Is Adam Vinatieri going to be able to compete? He told Tom Pelissero today, according to Pelissero on Twitter, that he is a little bit behind in his rehab because of the quarantine situation where he is, and so he hasn't made the progress that he would like to have made, and as a result, it might be a longer shot than it would have been for him to come back in and reclaim his job as the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. He'd like to come back. We'll see if he can. Defensive tackle Cameron Klein, he was signed as well. Defensive end Kendall Coleman, tight end Farad Green, wide receiver DeMichael Harris, 
tackle Carter O'Donnell, cornerback Travis Reed, safety Ronald Rutledge, linebacker Brandon and Wellington, and defensive tackle Chris Williams all have been added to the roster. The Colts have the longest streak in the NFL of keeping an undrafted free agent something like 21 years in a row. I think that the guy who's most likely to keep that rolling is Blankenship as the kicker, but we shall see what the uh, what the Colts do this offseason. When the offseason begins, I want to talk for a minute, though, about something I tweeted a little bit earlier today, and people got all upset about it, and I don't really understand. I thought it was pretty clear. Uh, but the tweet was, does it make any sense for NFL players dealing with the potential of developing CTE and other critical injuries to care much about contracting coronavirus? And what I meant by that is a discussion of when the season's going to start and people feel like it's safe to start. And what are the players going to feel as though it's safe for them to return to the field? Players, it's never safe to play a National Football League game. I worked in St. Louis with a guy who's a defensive tackle for the St. Louis Rams, played 100 games exactly, and he said every time he was in the tunnel ready to take the field, he felt like, and he said to himself, this might be the last time you walk. You might not walk out this field. And then put his head down, ran out of the field, and made a Pro Bowl, all right, as an undrafted free agent. So what do you take from that? And multiply that by all the players in the NFL. They're all thinking about the consequences of playing football. They all know what the risks are. They know that every time they take the field, they may never play again, right? You can shred an ACL. You can tear a hip. You can get a ruptured kidney like Andrew Luck did a few years ago. Lots of bad things can happen on a football field to even the best-intentioned guy on it right? At some point, the end of the road comes for all, even Adam Vinatieri. So coronavirus, are are these guys going to like stack on their list of fears as they play professional football, the fear of contracting the coronavirus? No. And of course, it's not just the fear of contracting the coronavirus. It's the fear of contracting it and then being around loved ones, right? And, and being a spreader of the coronavirus. That's certainly a part of the equation, but it doesn't in any way measure to CTE or paralysis or the destruction of a knee joint or a hip joint or a kidney. For God's sake, these guys are wired to put risk aside and go attack a moment. That's what you do in the NFL every single snap of the ball that you're on the field. So these guys, you would trust these guys to determine for themselves when it's safe to come back and play football? Absolutely not. Now, if at some point they all say, they say, look, we don't feel like it's safe. I'm telling you, then you, you ask the question at the wrong time because nobody at that point would have thought it was safe. If players aren't willing to go out of the field because of the coronavirus, then the coronavirus has become relentlessly debilitating and deadly and virulent in a way that we don't understand it to be at this moment. All right? So if they ever stand up and they say, you know what, we can't play because of the coronavirus, absolutely shut the damn thing down. And it's going to be a while before you you ramp it back up Because these guys, like I said, these guys are warriors, for God's sake. Every time they go on the field, they risk a situation where they're not going to walk off it. We see it all the time. You go to enough games, you're going to see guys taking off on carts and they never come back. 
All right, so that's what I meant by the tweet. But boy, we are in such a race to prove that we care the most and that we're terrified the most and that we feel like, my God, humanity is at risk because of the coronavirus. And in some respects, it is. But we've got to live our lives a little bit too, right? That's a different kind of argument. I I think, do I think that we've gone too far? I don't think we've gone too far. I think we need to continue to be smart and take measures that protect others and protect the weakest of us and the oldest of us who are preyed upon by this disease and who, who lose their lives to it. We need to do that. And if we don't do that, we are just unrepentant asses. And we don't want to be that. But leaving whether the NFL is played or not in the hands of guys who are preconditioned to overcome adversity like this, you know what? That would be manifestly irresponsible. That's what I meant. And for those people who are racing to their their computers and their smartphones to club me over the head like a baby seal, you know what? You go right ahead. I can take it because I'm preconditioned to be able to withstand all kinds of emotional mayhem. Whatever you can tweet at me, it ain't going to be strong enough to bother me. I guarantee you that. Uh, Roger Goodell's not going to take a salary for the time being because of the coronavirus. He's asking executives within the NFL, anybody making over $100,000, they got to take a bit of a pay cut. And so Roger is saying, I'm not going to take any money. Now, this is both... It's both generous and meaningless. It's generous in that the $50 million that he makes a season, that prorates to about $4 million a month. All right, a little over $4 million a month. $4 million and change, let's call it, per month. So if he sacrifices for a month or two months, that's 4 or $8 million. Now, for most of us, that would be a debilitating loss of earnings, right? For Roger Goodell, that's tip money. Over the years, and he's been the commissioner of the NFL for far longer than a decade, right? And he has made, for the last bunch of years, at least $40 million a year, plus a lot of other stuff, right? This guy's got all the money he's ever going to spend. He and Jane Skinner, his wife, they've got all the money they're ever going to need times about 40 All right, so passing on $4 million or $8 million, while it seems to be a very generous gesture, and really it is to those who are making $100,000 and and now might not have to take as big a pay cut, that is a big deal. But as far as Roger Goodell's wealth, it's going to be utterly meaningless as he looks ahead to his retirement, right? Oh, no, honey, we're going to have a quarter of a billion dollars instead of $258 billion dollars. I'm really, really sorry. I hope this doesn't put a uh, uh, put some kind of a, a kibosh on your shopping weekend that you've planned with the gals. You know what I mean? Just ridiculous. Um, but good for him because, you know, why the hell not? Uh, Jalen Coleman lands. He's transferring again. So I want to talk about transferring. Um, and, and I want to talk about the NCAA a little bit as well. Um, Because the NCAA, they said some things today. They had a media conference call today, and so they're they're really open to legislating toward uh, allowing athletes to receive compensation for their name, image, or likeness. All right, and so we'll talk about that first. We'll get to Jalen in a minute because that transfer rule is kind of a big deal too, and that's how it affects. Uh, Jalen and makes Jalen Coleman lands relevant today as he's announced he's going to transfer from from DePaul 
At any rate, the NCAA recommended allowing athletes to profit from their names, images, and likenesses. But let's not hoist the freak flag yet for the NCAA, because the NCAA was dragged into this change kicking and screaming. Yes, it's absolutely the right thing to do. Coaches, they get to profit from their image, right? They get to profit greatly from brand uh, tethering, right? They tether to a brand, they get big giant-ass checks. They get big checks for being the coach. But the student-athletes, they can't profit from their image. So anyway, the uh, California State Legislature, they passed a law uh, late last year that said to the NCAA, look, you get in line or... We're going to go over your heads and allow student-athletes in the state of California to receive compensation for their names, images, and likenesses. Well, the NCAA didn't like that, so they went to Congress, and they wanted the United States Congress to pass a federal law that would trump the state law in California— And Congress said, you know what, we kind of like what the people in California are thinking. Anthony Gonzalez, former wide receiver for the Colts among them, said, you know what, they should be compensated for their names, images, and likenesses for those uses. And so the NCAA, they scratched their collective head and then another part of their body, and they said, hey, you know what, maybe we should convene some kind of a a think tank to sit around and mold this over and decide what it's going to look like. So they've done that, and the Board of Governors today addressed it and said that by January of 2021, they are looking for a vote to pass legislation and a rules reform that will allow student-athletes to receive cash for their names, images, and likenesses. They will not be able to use the school's trademarks the school where they attend, those trademarks, conference trademarks, can't use those as part of the imaging or, or the likeness. However, they can be contacted by uh, local, pay, like you think of Ken Nunn or Indiana Credit Union, right, as people who might contact an Indiana basketball athlete and say, hey, we'd like you to be our spokesperson. Would you mind doing that? Now, these guys that have to wear red without any IU on it and say, hey, Ken Nunn's the best. He's my attorney, and boy, oh boy, do I love him. Give him a call, whatever, right? That could happen, and those guys would get paid directly for it. Not through the university. They'd get paid directly for it. Uh, You can't endorse anything that the NCAA is legislated against, all right? So they don't do business with casinos or gambling services like DraftKings. And so you, the players, the athletes couldn't do that. This is going to affect how many, how many student athletes at each university. 12, maybe tops, right? In the SEC, you probably got a half dozen football players who are going to be coveted. You might have a couple of basketball players. At Indiana, it's going to be the inverse. You're going to have maybe a half dozen basketball players who are coveted as spokespeople and endorsers. And then you're going to have a couple of football players tops. Think, if you're an Indiana football fan, how many football players are there currently on the roster? who, if you saw walking down Kirkwood in downtown Bloomington, you would know who the hell they are. Not many. Right now with Peyton Ramsey gone to Northwestern and Coy Cronk gone to Iowa, I would recognize Coy Cronk because he looked every bit the offensive lineman out of central casting. And I know what Peyton Ramsey looks like because I've been around Peyton Ramsey. Other than that, I, I don't know these guys. 
I wouldn't know what they look like. The wide receivers, I'd have no idea. Yeah, the linebackers, no idea. The, the defensive lineman, like a defensive tackle, I might think, damn, that is a huge dude. He must be an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. He's a defensive tackle, and he looks like a three-technique guy. But I don't know who he is. I would just make that, make that assumption based upon physical characteristics like you know having a 54-inch chest right, and arms that are bigger than my thighs. So um, I don't know exactly how many. Ellie Patberg might be the one female student athlete at Indiana who would be summoned, right, by a retailer to be a spokesperson. But the others, I don't know who they are. You know, it, it, golf, track and field, swimming, I don't know them. And so would they be coveted as spokespeople? Probably not. Now, is this going to cause, cause rancor or jealousy among the student athletes? I doubt it. Because they know who they are already, right? They know where they line up on the totem pole. And if, if let's say, Trace Jackson Davis is making an extra ten grand a month because he's stumping for Indiana Credit Union, is that going to bother a guy like um, Rob Finnessy or L. Durham? Probably not. Any more than knowing that Trace Jackson Davis is one, ga- one day going to play in the NBA, and these other guys, most of them, are not. It's not going to bother me. You know, I mean, those guys, they all knew where Romeo was headed. They knew he was a one-and-done guy going to the league, going to be drafted at the tail end of the lottery or shortly thereafter, and that he was going to become an instant millionaire just after leaving Indiana uh, for his only season, right? But do they still love Romeo? Of course they do. It doesn't bother anybody. It might cause problems with the coach because maybe the kids get in the way of the coach making a little extra cabbage. Archie's already making three and a half million, so I I don't know why he would get too bad out of shape, but uh, they've done this. My point is that the NCAA is doing the right thing only because they are being dragged kicking and screaming into doing the right thing. Jalen Coleman lands started his high school basketball career at Cathedral. After his sophomore year, he transferred to La Lumiere. He uh, then pledged to Illinois, showed up, went to school there, and played basketball for two years, then transferred to DePaul, where he sat out a year, and then played the following two. One of those was kind of short-circuited by an injury, and so the NCAA was petitioned and granted a sixth year of eligibility. And now Jalen says he's going to go elsewhere to enjoy that sixth year of eligibility. I wish Jalen, and I know what Jalen's thinking. Jalen's thinking, you know what, DePaul sucks. I want to go to the NCAA tournament, for God's sake. I want my last year to be fruitful. I get it. But what a champion really does is say, you know what, the hell with this. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to get in the weight room. I'm going to work 12 hours a day every day. I'm going to turn in to a somewhat less talented version of Michael Jordan, and I'm just going to work. And through my force of will and my leadership with the other guys on the roster, I'm going to lift us up from a doormat in the Big East and cause us to become respected and decent and successful. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look adversity in this face, I'm going to spit in its face, and then I'm going to overcome it. But he's not doing that. All he wants to do is go someplace else so he can walk into a situation where going to the NCAA tournament isn't just a likelihood, it's a birthright 
for that program. We'll see where Jalen goes and, and see how he, it works out for him there. But I think it's a shame when you've got an opportunity to spit in the eye of adversity and overcome adversity, you take that opportunity because you're going to have to do that as an adult. As you become a professional at something other than basketball, you're going to have to deal with adversity. Somebody gets promoted ahead of you despite the fact that they don't work as hard as you or aren't as talented as you. It happens all the time. And you have to be able to take it with a smile on your face and not run home to mommy and daddy and decide with them how you should respond every time that that happens. You can't do it. You've got to become your own man and understand that adversity can be your best friend in your development, as it was for Michael Jordan, as it's been for virtually every athlete who's ever come down the pike. It's much better to attack adversity and fail then succumb to adversity, and then find easy success elsewhere. And so when it comes to transferring, uh, I think it's, it's appropriate on limited occasions. And I'll give you a good example. And I talked about this this morning on Breakfast with Kent, but that's Demisi Anderson. After his sophomore year, which is currently winding down, right, through e-learning or, or whatever it is, um, Demisi has decided to transfer from Indiana because he wasn't going to play. Archie Miller, I'm sure, was transparent in saying he wasn't going to play. He's not going to play. And so Demisi wants to play, so he's going to leave. And Indiana gets a scholarship back. That's a win-win. That's a great situation. That's a great use of transferring. But transferring repeatedly. My son played at Loyola with a guy named uh, uh, Justin Sarasoli. And Sarasoli had played, I think, at Seton Hall, Ole Miss, Loyola. There might have been another school in there. You know, if you're bouncing from school to school like, like some kind of hobo, the problem isn't with the schools. The problem's with you. And, and you need to learn that. And to have, had, to have transferred in high school and then transferred, now it'll be twice in college. The problem isn't with the schools. The problem's with you. And, and that's the kind of adversity that you need to learn to overcome. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, bright and early at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, 815 on Periscope slash Twitter. Then we do it again on YouTube. That's three times. A show so nice we do it thrice. The YouTube one is a little bit condensed. I try to do that in seven minutes. All right, And a lot of it, we wish uh, Facebook friends birthdays. We try to be nice. It's something maybe to look forward to. In these days where we don't have a hell of a lot to look forward to. So that's what we do. We wish each other a happy birthday, all right? When February 22nd rolls around, you get to wish me happy birthday. Every other day, I get to wish everybody else happy birthday. It's fun. I enjoy it. And that's the way it goes. And it's all sponsored, all brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give Dr. Mike O'Neill a call, 317-849-2933. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.